Welcome to our second annual Shocktober series. On tonight's episode, the Shock Tease begins with our top five TV specials and top ten films that we recommend you watch this October. I took my baby to a horror show. That's the only place she wants to go. She thinks that Dracula is so divine. She wants to go stay with a Frankenstein. She read about the monster from her outer space. She thinks that he's got the cutest face. Every time I try to hold her hand, she says she'd rather have a Martian man. Well, now my baby loves a monster movie. My baby loves a monster movie. My baby loves a monster movie that she watches on TV. Welcome! <laughs> Turn that shit off right now, I guarantee you. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to our second annual Shocktober series. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And we're here to pump you the fuck up about October. <laughs> October Fest. Yeah, this is our uh, big episode. We look forward to this every year. We've been planning this for months. Um, we've had to deal with a lot of, uh, unfortunately, fucking hacking issues. issues I think. <laughs> you say technical, I say fucking hackers. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's it's been a rough couple of months. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys are still with us. But our goal was to make sure we had it up and running uh, for October, and uh, that's uh, what we're doing. So, yes, uh, this is, uh, if, if you're new to Shocktober, what it is is in the month of October, we, it's like Celebrate a friendly... all things Halloween. All things Halloween, but it, we also have a friendly competition where throughout the month we try to watch as many films and TV shows that we can, uh, and then we do a tally at the end to see who is crowned the king of Halloween. I am the reigning champion this year. Last year you won it? Uh, but Matt He's definitely hoping to dethrone me. Uh, we're not sure what's going on, but we may possibly have some guests and maybe even them joining in trying to compete as well. We'll mm-hmm. see what goes on with that. But um, for sure, we'll both be here. Uh, but before that whole Shocktober series begins, we always like to do a little teaser or what, yeah, what Maddie little, likes to call the shock tease. And it's just to prep you for what's coming up in the month of October. But also, uh, just to, uh, we like to do recommendations so you have a little list that you can put together. If you're not sure, you know, everyone knows to watch the Halloween, Halloween. films. But we like to kind of throw out uh, lists of, in this case, we're going to do five TV specials and ten uh, film recommendations. Uh, just, you know, movies to maybe add to your yeah. list. Maybe if it sounds like something you're interested in, you'll throw it on yeah. and watch it for your October. And- we pretty much just want to talk about these movies, right? Because yeah. I assume I'm probably going to watch most of these this October. Exactly, yeah. And it's it's fun putting these together because, again, we all know about the, the, the standard uh, mm-hmm. Halloween ones. But there's sometimes there's certain movies that have that atmosphere, mood. Sometimes yeah. they don't technically have to be Halloween movies per se. No, but they no. Do, I do find a lot of them have either like a werewolf or a witch or well, I, think I it, don't know. It, I guess it, like, it depends yeah. whatever mood you're yeah. in that year. I find some years, you know... It's all Dracula. It's all like yeah. Like sometimes I, I feel black and white kind of fits Halloween. Sometimes I'm more into like that foggy yeah. kind of maybe even Italian with the colors. Atmosphere. Or like the yeah, like the Gothic castle. Yeah, maybe or, a fun house. And or either, even like sometimes in like a forest of like the uh, trees kind of. Oh, exactly. A yeah, exactly. Bit. That fall feel. Mm-hmm. Anything. It pretty much. Again, the list is up to yeah. to you of whatever you're in the mood for that month. So we're not just gonna throw out like. 
you know, Friday Thirteenth. We watch like, October uh, Halloween. Yeah, watch Halloween too. But even there's certain movies. Actually, I watch Halloween Three. I'm not gonna lie, even though it's fucking amazing. There's a lot of movies I love, but I don't know if I would personally recommend something just before dawn. I feel yeah. like that's more of a summer film as yeah. opposed to a fall film. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, but again, if you feel like that fits your list, that for it, just hey, man. pretty much throw out the movie and explain why you picked it is yeah. what we're gonna do. So. Um, yeah, I guess what we should jump right into it. Before, actually, I guess before we do, I wanted to have you got into the. We're just getting into it's the end of I, September. I, I, I am, man. I was watching like the uh, Haunted Histories collection that like oh, nice. the, uh, yeah. History Channel did not too long ago. Yeah. It uh, went back to like Dracula's bloodline. So I guess it was like Dracula's great, uh, great, great, great grandson and like his mortal enemy. I forget yeah. the other name of it, but they went back to Dracula's castle and tried to figure out. If they're cursed or not, so okay. that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of horror, but I've been ch- the past mm. week or two. I'm, I've been trying not to because yeah. I know I'm going to get so much into it. So I've been trying to save a lot of that. But, but the thing is, once that like weather changes, like I, I got to watch yeah, it. Like, I, I, yeah. I have to. It's... See, I've been like already the the pumpkin spice. Yeah. I've had so many drinks. Oh, of I drank so pumpkin many spice coffees and lattes and yeah. pumpkin. Well, so what you're saying is you're a basic bitch, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's become uncool these days, but I was doing it's it still before. Right? I was doing it before it's cool. <laughs> You are definitely the hipster of Halloween. Um, but I've already Halloween, tried it. Halloween hipster should be your costume. You're like, yeah, man, I was doing this before. It was cool. Actually, you get one of them giant pashmina scarves. I'm like, yeah, man. Well, probably not, but that's actually a good name. Yeah. Can I be the Halloween the hipster Halloween for hipster. the rest of the, the, actually, the Shocktober series? I think that is the perfect name for you. Yeah, from now on, I'm going to introduce myself the Halloween as the Halloween hipster. hipster. Well, we'll come up with I something for you. I can be the lantern. <laughs> With all my hacky jokes? Um, eh? Maybe. I kind of want something insulting you, though. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I'm the fucking hipster. you got to have something a little bit negative. But uh, no, I, have you tried the uh, pumpkin... You don't think hackle insulting? <laughs> no. All right. Fair enough. Um, have you tried the pumpkin Cheerios yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, they're out good? there. Oh, yeah. I tried the, uh, what's that, the mini wheats? Yeah, the pumpkin mini wheats. Yeah. I, I like those. They were kind of good. But mm. the pumpkin, the, I find Cheerios all taste the same. Once you get them in milk, they all taste the same. But yeah, um, yeah I've been totally enjoying the treats. I've been getting lots of decorations, a lot of uh, Halloween shopping. Like, we've already got our son's costumes like a month ago. What are you, are you doing the Ghostbusters? He's going to be a Ghostbuster finally. Yeah. He's been he's been obsessed with Ghostbusters yeah, for years. Asking. But the costume they sell, they, they never really had a younger one. So this is the first year where he could kind of get one. That fits. Fits him, but he's at the proton pack for like a year and this oh, year he got the, the trap that literally opens oh, up amazing. and does like the sounds and everything so and then our other son's gonna be wicked the ewok oh that's awesome. our youngest one-year-old so it, it's totally fits him but i'm not gonna spoil what my costume is no, we'll talk about wait. it after your party but i've been already doing a lot of halloween shopping i think i might have already talked a little bit but the lee max uh, halloween towns i uh w- went a little crazy this year i've been trying to build a little town up unfortunately one of our sons is quite afraid of anything gory gory or anything so i used to buy severed heads and stuff and i've had yeah. to put those away for now for some reason a five-year-old doesn't really think severed heads what's up with that right like um back but, in my day so yeah i've been trying to get like last year we got a big huge life-size slimer mm-hmm. this year i got the ghost from the nightmare before christmas was so kind of yeah. i'm trying to get stuff that he can handle it's a bit more fun but yeah i don't know this is my time of year when you go into stores like i would never set foot really in a michael's no or even winter stuff like that i guess you can go for clothes marshals yeah. but usually i just like going at, at halloween and christmas time because they have cool stuff at the this time yeah. you know you you go to walmart all pretty much any store you go into has halloween movies costumes yeah um decorations so uh, i'm i totally love this time of year it's the, best, the dollar right? store even i think they had stuff out in august 
Mm. Have you noticed they actually have Christmas stuff up right now? Yeah, that's fucked up, right? Well, so does uh, Michael's already. They've got. Oh, yeah. They've got because well, again, the weird thing is they put out their Lee Max Halloween stuff in like August first. I it was there, which I was excited about. Mm-hmm. The negative to that is it's already all sold out. So yeah. we're we're not even in October and it's all gone. So they got to pull out the Christmas towns now yeah. to try to like sell and get some money, but. Anyways, I don't want this episode to go on too long. It's supposed to be kind of the preview episode. We don't want a three-hour episode mm-hmm. here. So maybe we should just jump in. You want to jump it. in? Yeah, it? yeah. You want to go first, or you want yeah? Me to so go let's first? um, we're gonna do, we're gonna start off with uh, the top five TV episodes or specials that you recommend watching this month. Again, it doesn't have to necessarily be a Halloween episode. If you feel you know a certain episode fits it, you like to watch in October, just mm-hmm. explain why. Okay, so the only rules are. You cannot use a movie from your previous list, so. But I can use a movie. From yeah, your exactly. List you can use a movie. Uh... For, yeah, exactly. Um, so I just want to quickly read off uh, what Maddie, what you had last year, your list for TV specials. Number five, you had the Trick or Treat um, Disney? The Disney special. Number four, Garfield's Halloween Adventure from 1985. I love a good jingle. Uh, the It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown from 1966. Uh, Community season two epidemiology. Yeah. Uh, from 2010 and number one you had The Simpsons Season 7 Treehouse of Horror 6 and my list I had um, number five was Happy Days Season 2 Haunted from 1974 The Real Ghostbusters Season 1 When Halloween Was Forever from 1986 uh, number three I had Tales from the Crypt Season 2 Television Terror from 1990. Uh, number two, Home Improvement Season 3, Crazy for You from 1993. And my number one, no surprise if anyone's been listening to us for a while, was Roseanne Season 2, Boo from 1989. Again, we're not going to talk, I'm not going to talk about those previous uh, specials we chose. If you want to hear why we chose them, go back, listen to our episode yeah. from last year. I'm sure everyone's expecting a lot of Home Improvement Roseanne from me, and uh, hopefully I won't let them I was down. thinking Martin. <laughs> all Martin. Is what um, okay, Maddie, what do, you, do you want to start off with your number five? Yeah, my number five, um, I'm pretty much just, just just different seasons, is Community, Horror Fiction, and Seven Spooky Steps. So what it is- What is, season is that from, do you it know? It is from season three, episode okay. five. Okay, cool. So what happens in this one is like one of the guys, they fill out a uh, test to see what kind of, um, if you're on the spectrum, like that it turns out one of them is a psychopath so they all take turns telling scary stories to weed out who the psychopath is okay yeah, and it is this, kind yeah. of amazing because it's seven different things how they see themselves and how they see all the other characters yeah. as well it worked perfectly in this they've always had kind of good halloween yeah. specials i mean I've, i don't enjoy any of them maybe as much as you but yeah, they're, they're, they're all, all good uh, that community i think is one of the best sitcoms yeah. in like uh, our generation like i it's think you so can good. you can decide on how good a yeah. show is by how good their halloween agree, specials actually. are actually like a lot of my favorite shows had really good Halloween but specials. But that being said, that would seem like you would like Martin quite a bit. But that show kind of stinks, right? No, but again, th- there's a lot of shows that had good Halloween specials. Yeah. 
but they might have only had one or something. Yeah. I'm talking about the shows that consecutively every year yeah. they knew that a Halloween special had to be something special. Yeah. And those usually, I mean, like, you know, the, the Roseanne's, the Halloween Simpsons. Simpsons, every year they were putting out a really yeah. cool Halloween special. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of great shows that had good Halloween specials, but usually they do a one off. And then for some reason, even though it would be a great episode, they wouldn't do it again, yeah. which is always uh, unfortunate. But yeah, it, there, there's definitely a couple shows that still are keeping the Halloween tradition alive. I know Modern Family has been doing a lot one of them. For every year. Uh, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, the middle, which I haven't watched, but I know they have a, a Halloween special yeah. every year, so I want to get into that. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, that's definitely a good choice. So I remember that one being fun. Awesome, they, right? Again, they they were always uh, a lot of fun. Uh, my number five. Um, if you listen to our previous show, some of these are going to be repeats, but I assume that you know we're a new show now. Yeah, a lot of people are new to this, so um, hopefully it's new to you. And if you've heard it before, well. You know, yeah. I'm sorry. But number five for me is uh, a childhood favorite. This one uh, has always kind of frightened me uh, going back to being a kid. There's just, even now, there's a lot of really creepy moments. And that's Are You Afraid of the Dark Season 1, The Tale of the Twisted Claw from 1990. Oh, it's kind of It's a take on the monkey's paw. Um, I guess the negative why it's not higher up is only about half of it's Halloween because what happens yeah. is it starts out uh, on Devil's Night. They're out pulling the, the pranks that you would do. I don't know if they're doing eggs because I think this is a kid's show so they don't want to instigate kids too much, yeah. but they're doing the toilet paper. Um, All the harmless pranks. Yeah, the harmless pranks. But they knock on the, this old woman's uh, house and she opens the door and they, they, they're they trying to spray the door with uh, shaving cream and she opens the door and they spray her face and she knocks over her vase or vase, vase. have you. Uh <laughs> But anyways, they decide they're out trick-or-treating. They decide, you know, let's knock on her door. And it's two buddies. And like, ah, I don't know. But anyways, they knock on it. And she gives them this. She doesn't have anything candy to give them. But she gives them this weird claw and like says, you get, paw. you each get uh, three wishes, I believe. It's kind of mm-hmm. like a monkey's paw. Yeah. And then from that point on, it just goes, it goes bad. It's really bad um, too, right? But yeah, it does. Like So unfortunately, only the first half is Halloween because after that is mm-hmm. after with, with these things happening. But it's still a really cool episode. Mm-hmm. It's, it has just this really cool atmosphere and this, uh, the, the score is fantastic and just the cackle of the old woman is very frightening even yeah. now watching it but there's some scary stuff for a kid like yeah, there you right have there. there's a scene where these like older kids like in their 20s jump these kids on Halloween night and steal their candy and they're wearing these creepy white masks and the way they're doing it they're kind of they did this thing to mess with their voice and it's just very creepy even mm-hmm. now watching it. Uh, and again, as the wishes go on, you know, you get some, you know, like, oh, I wish my grandpa was here. Hey, Jimmy, your grandpa's dead. And you get kind of that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Um, so it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. It's something you can watch with if you have a young child, maybe yeah. not as young as our son. But maybe I'll wait a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, some, if you have a child in the 10, 11, 12-year-old, it's a perfect uh, Special to watch. Awesome. Uh, Maddie, you're number four. Number four, Freaks and Geeks. Okay, nice. Uh, tricks and Treats. It's pretty much uh, Sam and his friends, the, the geeks of the show, want to go trick-or-treating, but they're a bit too old to go trick-or-treating, but they're still kind of young to do parties. So that's this weird limbo. They decide to go anyways, and it doesn't go well for him. And it's the same hand, his sister, who's kind of a nerd but trying to fit in with some of the uh, cool kids. The cooler kids. She goes out and starts egging people and again, it doesn't end the way you want it to end but mm-hmm. it, it is definitely nostalgia up the ass. It's and, amazing. And the, yeah, I, I was, I, 
was so close to putting this on my list. Yeah. So I'm so glad you did. The mom is also a lot of fun because she's like she's big in Halloween. And yeah, like that. Oh, so good. And she's like sad that her kids are at the age where they no longer want to spend Halloween with mm-hmm. her, and it's kind of like been this yearly tradition. So it's got some touching moments, yeah, uh, so especially good. by the end. And, and even the atmosphere of these kids like trick or treating in like the uh, on the streets. So like five yeah, o'clock. it's cool, man. And and the best part is the montage where they're putting the costumes together because <laughs> the three kids, one guy's Groucho the Marx, woman. one yeah, the one the nerdy kids, the bionic woman, and then the other kids a robot and that that's that that's awesome that right? montage is so fun as they're putting the costumes together and that if anyone doesn't know freaks and geeks i mean it only lasts a season but one of the it greatest shows of, of all time shows. i mean it's where seth rogan started uh that is jason like siegel of like great like hollywood uh, james stars, Franco. Right? um i don't remember the name but she went on to star in siegel, er the, the woman oh Say, what's her face? Lin- uh, well, Lin- I think they all went up oh, or something. Uh, Lindsay yeah. is her character in that, but she's in like. Uh, and who's the dad? The dad is even from like Maniac Mansion and stuff uh, like that. I can't Joe, remember. His- Joe Flattery. Joe Flattery, yeah. From SCTV, right? Yeah, you yeah. got it. So he's actually dressed as Dracula and he didn't is. used to be Dracula. He was on SCTV, yeah, yeah. which is kind of awesome, right? It, it's a cool, yeah. That's a yeah. that's a great one if you kind of want that nice mix of dramedy where it's yeah. like got some dramatic. It's definitely like nice. I was going to put like all sitcoms, like, oh, they're all sitcoms on here. So I figured I'd throw that in there kind of. Yeah. Mix it up. Cool. Uh, my number four may possibly be on your list. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Bob's Burgers from season three. Full bars? Full bars. Yeah, that one's amazing. It's not on my list, but it's amazing. Now, I admit, I, I don't know that much about the show. I've only seen a couple episodes. This is one of the first I saw, and this made me a fan. And I, I again, I've been meaning to check out more. Mm. They definitely have, a, I think, their show that's been putting out Halloween yeah, specials every year. I think they're on Netflix now, too, actually. Yeah, that's why totally I think I'm going to definitely check them out this Octo- October. But um, this episode, if you haven't seen it, it's a lot of fun. These kids are out trick-or-treating. They're disappointed with the selection, so the candy selection. there's a that they're doing full bars in the rich side of town. Yeah, so they take a boat across, I believe, to mm. like the, yeah, the rich side of town and find out that they're getting full bars and it's so exciting for them. They also meet some nerdy kids there and they get chased by a gang that's trying to steal their candy. And then uh, the parents are at a Halloween party and the guy's hamster accidentally gets killed that he's got it like painted in a costume or something. And they're, he, so they're trying to figure out who killed the, the mystery of who killed the hamster awesome. while the kids, uh, it just hits you on that nostalgic level. I remember as a child you getting a full chocolate, no, just getting a full chocolate bar. What a thrill it was. Awesome, right? As I get older, that meant to, you know, you would bring a second costume <laughs> and hit that house up as many times as you could. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. Again, if you, if you've never seen an episode like I hadn't at the time, you can throw it on. You don't have to, you'll, you'll, you don't you'll, need You'll, you'll catch up right yeah. away, yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it's just a lot of fun. One of the better cartoons going, yeah. at least in regards yeah, to Halloween go, specials you go to these this days. this one like uh, dry. You don't need to know anything yeah. about it, yeah. right? Say with the two eyes mentioned, you kind of have to know the characters are really jumping yeah, into it. Yeah. But yeah. anyways, my number three is the Goldbergs couples costume. From season, season three? three, episode six. That's actually my number three as oh, well. Oh, get out of here! <laughs> oh, that's awesome because it's amazing because the guys dress up as uh, Ripley and the alien. Yeah, the, the little kid. Uh, the, for anyone that doesn't know the Goldbergs, which apparently people, a lot of people don't, I shared this uh, that Robert England was going to be. He's going to actually be in Freddy Krueger makeup on this season's Halloween special because they do a good Halloween special every year. But uh, yeah, just in a lot of the forums and everything, a lot of people are like, oh, I've never seen the show, but this is cool, and it blows my mind because I'm just like, what? Like all you guys are my Age, how yeah. this is a show if you're an 80s kid or you just have an affinity for the 80s, you need to be it watching this show. Every episode is like full of references, like he's playing Nintendo, but it's not just like let's fill it up with as many nostalgic references. 
the episodes actually relate to it. Like they did a Goonies episode. They actually tried to go on a treasure hunt. Yeah, and he goes on a treasure hunt, and they actually get the score somehow. Like I don't know how, because no other show could. They actually get mm. the actual scores from all the movies. It's cool. They did a Back to the Future one with uh, where he's got a hoverboard. Like it's just every episode is actually dedicated and revolves usually around some kind of movie or TV show or like having or some to give event. up his He-Man toys. Yeah, and his can't. GI Joe, yeah. and it, it's something like yeah. As an '80s kid, you would just everyone will get a yeah. kick out of this. But anyways, the Halloween specials are great. Sorry, go on. And this one, him and his mom. His mom's trying to get on his couple's costume, so it's like he's the alien. His girlfriend's Ripley, and she's like, "I'm the Predator." Yeah. And she actually dresses up like the Predator. And it's a cool, well, and all the costumes really are great. Yeah. yeah, they're all amazing. Well, yeah, I think it's like the mom every year he's has trying. been always been a couple costume with him, and now he's at the age where he's starting to, Dates. you know, he's at puberty, he's starting to date, and uh, he doesn't want to hang out with his mom. Same mm. kind of again, like freaks and geeks. Yeah, I don't know if you got something you're trying to tell us something, Maddie, that well, you're getting to that age where... Uh, I've been uh, <laughs> talking to Hannah about not doing a couple's costume with my wife. <laughs> I'm at that age where I want like a younger... <laughs> but the best part of the episode, so they go through, he goes to a haunted house with his girlfriend and he gets frightened and he's literally like pushing her into like... It there's is like, amazing. There's like a, a chainsaw maniac yeah. and a Jason Voorhees mask killer and yeah, he's like pushing her and runs out. <laughs> And uh, she loses her ring there, and he has to get the courage to get it back. But yeah, it's a lot of fun, a lot of cool costumes. Mm. Uh, again, it just it brings you back to that it time. It is amazing, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm glad you put that on, and hopefully, uh, people will listen to us yeah. and go back and check them out. It's it's a show you'll like, even not even the just the Halloween ones. But th- there's been a couple Halloween ones, and they've all been pretty good, really good. But that was the, my favorite one, mind you. I haven't seen them all. I'm only on season. I'm surprised two. you put this one on and not the other one. Like who you gonna call when you dressed up as a Ghostbuster with? Uh, his yeah, grandpa. I like that one, but I find that one I remember. Like, I don't remember. Was this Halloween? Yeah, like I think it has Halloween moments, but this episode, like the whole thing is about Halloween. Yeah. Anyways, uh, sorry, that was your number three, right? That's your number three? Yeah, so I guess your number two. My number two was your number one from last year, Roseanne Boo. Okay, yeah. This family, the Connors on Roseanne, are uh, the mecca of Halloween. They're families. the kings and queens they, of Halloween. They celebrate. They embrace it, and it's amazing because they're pulling pranks on each other. They're turning their um, kitchen, their entire house, into like a walkthrough oh, yeah. haunted house. Well, haunt. again, I feel like I've told this story many times, but I listened to the commentary on. I think it was actually this episode, and they said they would try to like cheap out on every episode in that season, and then put all that extra money from every episode that they cheaped out on towards their Halloween ones. And that's why their Halloween ones. There's always like the coolest big extravagant costumes sets yeah you can tell they always had a big budget yeah. and they did so many great ideas like this one's pretty much about the prank war this started the prank yeah. war this is like the sh- episode that made me relate pranks, pranks to Halloween. Halloween that's right um, but they did like one that was like a Christmas carol but with ghosts you have to go back to the uh, Halloween there, there, there's just so much so many fun episodes yeah. it's really unfortunate the whole controversy with I'm pretty upset I heard know, they were going to do a Halloween yeah movie. yeah and I don't know if that's going to happen yeah. I know they're doing a spinoff just called the Connors but I don't know if they're if that was like a Roseanne Barr thing. I don't know. Hopefully they do a Halloween episode because, right? uh, yeah, I would watch it. But oh, um, for sure. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that's my number two. Uh, my number two is uh, Malcolm in the Middle, season seven, uh, Halloween from two thousand five. Um, I don't think I've ever... Oh, is that the one with the baby making all the racket? Yeah. And the dad's getting all scared and shit? Yeah, so I used to like Malcolm Middle. I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't know if it would still hold up. Probably not. I, I think the kids would drive me 
crate Bonkers. nuts because the, the kids are brats. Mm-hmm. But this Halloween is a lot of fun. It opens up, they're going through like a death tour or something, and they're going through all the house where like people died in the neighborhood and or people commit suicide. And then they stop and it's like, they're, they're like, this is the worst where this killer did. And it turns out it's their house. So oh, they find out amazing. that someone's murdering their house. So Malcolm and his dad are totally freaked out by this. And they're, they're staying home on Halloween, hand out the candy, and they think the place is haunted. And then the other story is um, the two uh, younger boys are out trick-or-treating, and they uh, egg some old man's house, and he's going to chase him down, but he's in a walker. So he's literally moving like a foot every like minute. <laughs> And but he's slowly like through the whole episode trying to catch them. Gaining on them. And uh, yeah, there's a fun little twist at the end. Well, actually, there's a fun twist in both stories uh, about the haunted house and this. Uh, th- there's another story where the mother catches um, a thief in the in the pharmacy she works in, and she's mad that everyone's like, "Ah, oh, just let them go. It's Halloween. We like we want to go home to trick or treat." She's like, "No, we have rules and blah blah blah." Yeah. So her story is okay, but it's not as Halloweeny. But the other, the rest of it is, is fantastic. It, it's just so much fun, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's got Halloween in every because you have kids trick or treating. It's got Halloween really in Draped every frame. Halloween uh, curtain, and it's got the best of both worlds where you're getting the uh, you know the Devil's Night prank stuff. You're and getting the uh, trick the, the trick or treating, and you're getting all to the haunted house aspect. So yeah, again, even if you're not a fan of the show, you don't have to like. Again, I stopped watching. I think around season two. Or or three. Yeah. This is season seven. I think at this point they had like a younger baby brother that I didn't even know about. Yeah. Um, you don't have to know any of that. You'll figure out these characters pretty quickly, but it, it's totally a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I recommend it. Bitchin', my number one, Simpsons Treehouse of Terror, uh, volume four is what I'm thinking. That's the one with the uh, Night Gallery ripoff, the wraparound, okay. with the uh, tear at five and a half feet, the uh, Twilight Zone The ripoff. gremlin and on the, the bus instead the of the plane. Bus. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And uh, the devil and Homer Simpson, where he sells the soul for a donut, and yeah. he ends up going to hell. And is that, is that the one with the Bart Stoker's Simpsons Dracula, Dracula as yeah. well, which is actually kind of amazing. That- All three are so fantastic. And even the wraparound, I really dig. Yeah, that's definitely... It's that may little, be my... I forget, yeah. We last year we did, because I watched every Simpsons yeah. Halloween episode uh, on our Shocktober. It was whatever, how many there is, 27, 28. Mm-hmm. Um, I never want to watch this. No. <laughs> I'll go back to the classics, but some of those later ones were pretty tough. A bit rough, eh? That's why, actually, I'm, I'm going to spoil my list now. I don't have any. Actually, I didn't have any last year, but I don't have any this oh, year wow. Simpsons Trios for which is weird because I love a lot of them, but I yeah. think last year really burnt me out. So I was like, I think we kind of <laughs> covered done. that last year. You're done. We did the top 10, our, our mm-hmm. top 10 favorite specials, so I didn't feel like talking about this year, but I think that was high up on both of our yeah. lists last year, if not yeah, both of our number three one. Are yeah, really good. Yeah, and they're kind of funny too, which helps. My number one, you've actually spoiled twice, you motherfucker. What? It actually is Martin season <laughs> one. <laughs> the night he came home from 1992. Should be laughing. Kids are sleeping. <laughs> that was guffaw. Now this is. A, I know people are like, "What, Martin?" This I'm going to say right now, this is a fantastic episode. I was actually listening to another um, YouTube list, and they mm-hmm. had this either in their number one or two, and I was like, wow, someone else that loves it. This is a great fucking special. I picked up the first couple seasons to see if this whole show still yeah. held up, because I used to like the show. It doesn't, okay? Mm-hmm. But but this episode is great. It actually still holds up. It's everything you want in a Halloween episode. So Martin's joke, joke around with his... Uh, girlfriend that ah women are all afraid of everything but men are brave and they can handle they're not afraid of ghosts or any of that silly stuff um so they decide him and uh, his girlfriend and their uh, adult friends are gonna hold a little halloween party at his house they end up having a seance apparently they talk about that uh, uh old man ackerman uh, an old man in the building had died in his in his apartment before they moved in 
And um, yeah, it just from that point on, you have some jokes, but it actually gets kind of. Oh, sorry, you also get the the fun aspect of them all telling ghost stories, which is great for Halloween. Mm. But after that, so you get kind of the humor at the beginning. But after that, all hell breaks loose, and it gets insane. Like it starts out little pranks here and there, and little scares. But by the end of it, you have like people possessed and shit popping out plates going flying across the room like it is actually it like real. a crazy poltergeist thing it's got a fun little twist ending in there um two two little twist endings in there mm-hmm. but it, it gives you everything you want you're getting the ghost stories the the uh the ouija board Jenene. Seance, <laughs> um make an episode in this uh bro i think so yeah um yeah i don't know nothing says halloween like Jenene. <laughs> I'm telling you, people, give this special a shot. Don't go back, watch the rest of the season. I don't care about that. They did another Halloween special as well later on. Doing the house But it wasn't as good. This is the one you want to watch. Um, Yeah, I'm telling you, it's fantastic. What, season two? This is... um, Season one, actually. I actually went and bought the complete series just to have this. To me, it was worth the $10 yeah. for this episode. I'm going to watch this special every year. And, right. uh, yeah, it's it's become a staple. Uh, I, again, give it a chance. I don't care if you're a Martin Lawrence fan or a Martin TV show fan. I'm willing to give it a watch. Yeah. Again, that, that's why I think these lists are so much fun because mm-hmm. you check out shows that maybe you would not normally yeah. check out. And maybe you don't. the whole season is not for you. But sometimes some of these shows have really good Halloween specials, and this is definitely one example. Uh, yeah, that is our top five TV specials episodes we recommend you watch mm-hmm. this October. There's uh, nine nine episodes you can go watch. Yeah, I guess we both had the, the duplicate. But uh, yeah, and then we'll be back next year with, uh, again, now we won't put a, use any of those 10 from previous years. So it gets harder and harder each it year. Does, but it? it also means you kind of find you know some gems. of the, the hidden gems. Yeah, Next year I might be like, Martin's amazing, man. <laughs> uh, you need to watch it, I'm telling you. But uh, yeah, let's move on. We're going to now move on to our top 10. 10 films we recommend you watch this October. So same thing for the TV Halloween specials. Uh, We're not allowed to repeat any movies we had on our list from last year. I'll just quickly read over them. Again, if you want to hear why we chose those, just uh, find the episode from last year. So on our first October, I had number 10 was from Beyond the Grave from 1974, the Amicus Anthology. Number 9, Salem's Lot, 1979. Awesome. Number 8, The Halloween Tree, 1993. Number 7, Black Sabbath, 1963. Number 6, Suspiria. I don't think I need to continue reading their years. I think we got these. Yeah. Number five, 13 Ghosts. Actually, in that case, I will. You probably should 1960. Uh, yes, The Spirit is going to soon be a remake, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Hell Knight, the Linda Blair. Oh, nice. Classic. Number three, Trick or Treat. That's Our Treat, the 2007 anthology from Michael Doherty. Not the rock and roll one. Uh, number two, The Fog, the original, obviously from 80. If I pick the remake, I hope you would turn off the show, everyone. And number nine, I had uh, one of my favorites, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch from 1982. Uh, on your list out last year, you had number 10, House of 1000 Corpses, the Rob Zombie the modern classic, I guess some would mm-hmm. argue. Number nine, you had the documentary Cropsy. Nice. Number eight, The Monster Squad. Number seven, The Pit and the Pendulum. This actually was the 91 remake uh, from Stuart Gordon, I believe. Yes, it was. Uh, number six, you had The Fog, also from 1980. Number five, you had Night of the Demons. This is the original from 88 uh, with Linnea Quigley. 
Uh, number four, Pet Cemetery from 1989. Number three, The Blair Witch Project. Uh, number two, Halloween three, Season of the Witch as well. And number one, Trick or Treat. So we had yeah, three we were very similar actually. Uh, we'll see if our list. I'm curious if we had the same list. Yeah, like if, if it... any of mine are going to be on. We your probably list will because you you know when you're playing list. ten, there's there's certain films that definitely have that Halloween feel. But yeah, let's uh, let's see if we have any duplicates. Let's get into it. Man. Uh, I guess I'll start this one with number ten. Giddy up. It's kind of fun. Uh, I love putting these lists together. You you kind of start out, you throw in like 25 movies and you, you kind of chop it up. But I always find it funny. Like I'll start out with 10 and then I'll have like 10 maybes. And then by the time the list is done, I've completely switched out. And now those top 10 are not even in my list and the maybes have all moved in. And it's, it's really weird uh, putting these together. Again, these aren't necessarily my favorite 10 horror films. These are ones I feel like would fit this month, or I just feel why you should watch it this month for whatever reason. We'll get into it. But my number 10 is a very underrated vampire series. I don't hear too many people talk about them. Twilight? Uh, nope, that's my number two. Okay. Uh, no, sorry. My number 10 is a movie called Count Yorga, a vampire oh, from 1970. Uh, really cool, atmospheric 70s vampire film. It's a little bit low budget, but it looks great. It's got some really cool scares, some cool um, camera movement, you know, where he's running towards the van. Are they? Sorry, this was the one. I think the sequel is the one he's running towards. This one where like they're in the van and they pull the curtain back because they're getting it on and his face is there and it's it's really scary. It's got some cool jump scares. But this is Christopher Lee too, is it? No, it's not Christopher Lee. It's another guy who this is. I forget his name, but he was in the the Doctor Five sequel. Okay. Uh, but it opens up. Uh, this woman's having a, a seance. Her mother just died. She knows that Yorga was with her when she died, or a friend of hers. And he's the one running the seance, and something happens. And anyways, he gets her out of it. Uh, they're gonna drive. They drive him back. Her friends, and then they get stuck in the mud that just appears out of nowhere. And they decide, uh, they're, we're gonna stay the night. They get in on the van, as they do, and uh, they get attacked by Count Yorga. This isn't a spoiler. This all happened at the beginning. The boyfriend remembers someone attacking, but doesn't remember who it was. The girlfriend doesn't remember any of it, but she's got strange bite marks on her neck, and her blood's been drained. And, and of course, it goes on from there uh, that she needs blood. And it's a really cool vampire story, a, a great little—he's got, like, a, a cool little gothic mansion, I believe. I actually haven't seen these in a couple of years, but I'm going to definitely throw them in this year. They, they've been released on Blu-ray in the past oh, couple nice. of years. But even so— I feel like no one's still talking about these. Like I feel usually when they come on Blu-ray, they get a new audience and no one's really found out about these, mm. but I think they're too, there's a sequel return account Yorga as well, which you could also throw them, but let's, I say start off with the first, yeah. but some people consider the second better, but yeah, just really cool atmospheric vampire films that, yeah, just not a lot of people are talking about. And I think are definitely worth a watch. Awesome. My number 10, I didn't know it's qualify this a movie or a TV show, but have you heard about ghost watch from 1990? Two? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a BBC, BBC yeah, the UK like one. Almost like a uh, like a W five interview. Where yeah, I think I'd like consider a, a movie. Uh, I think it's like over a, an hour. Yeah, right? it's an hour and a half. I think. Okay. Yeah. So it takes place on Halloween night. This uh, news radio show. So they're uh, going to a uh, this house that the family claims is haunted. So like it's two guys at the desk and a bunch of guys in the house doing like a uh, man on the street interviews kind of deal. Yeah, there's like a family saying that's haunted, right? Yes, yeah, so they're in the studio, kind of like uh, joking around, like, "Okay, well, show me what it is." She like, "We'll be back," and then it goes to the commercials and shit like that. And like, "Oh, and we're back." And inside the house, they're interviewing like people in the house who live there, and they have people calling in and telling ghost stories and whatnot. As it goes along, it gets more and more interesting as yeah. they're telling more ghost sto- stories. And the family says, "Oh, we call it. Uh, there's a bunch of noises happening." So we call it the pipes. The ghost name turned into the pipes. Mm-hmm. So it's this everyone's telling ghost stories and they It's like a full 
it's back in the, back then they yeah. used to do like on Halloween they would newscaster yeah. would visit an old haunted house apparently and yeah. nothing would ever happen but in this case it's like a it full did. documentary where stuff actually it has happened and it's amazing. done very amazing I guess when it first aired no one thought it was yeah. a movie they thought it was actual real well I think that's like, the best part about it is yeah. it, it feels real because no one's an actor like yeah. all the guys at the desk are actually news anchors which is kind of cool and it, it almost never goes too far I mean some mm-hmm. people may say that makes it kind of boring because it does not it takes a while to get going but I think yeah that's what it why it works so well just it feels like a realistic it's cool, cast special. And, uh, yeah, you can, see, you can see things in the background too. Like, oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. That's interesting. It's really unfortunate that that, for some reason, I don't know why, because it's BBC, they wouldn't think it has an audience here, but mm. it's never had not even a DVD release in North yeah, America. It's crazy, so right? the only way to find it is um, if you're region free, you can get some discs. Yeah, I got it. I got it on the Or, uh, yeah, shutter. if you can find it on like a streaming or YouTube or something. But yeah, it, it, I remember uh, it being a lot oh, of fun. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, my number nine is a film I found out about last year and uh, really enjoyed it. From 1962, Burn Witch Burn, a.k.a. Night of the Eagle. Oh. Uh, I've just been on, ever since The Witch, like, what is that, two years ago, yeah. I've just been on this, like, I need a witch film every October yeah. now. And this this one's a lot of fun. It, it, great to start off with. Again, I love black and white films in October. There may be a couple others on my list, and I'm going to hopefully watch mm-hmm. a lot this October. There's something about those stark black and whites yeah. that in the grays that just, I don't know, make me think of October um, and the old class, the old monster movies. I don't know. It always reminds me of October. But this one's really cool. This guy has a wife. She's practiced. She's always doing witchcraft. And he's like, ah, you know, get rid of this foolish stuff and, and throws it in the fire. And she's like, you don't know what you just did. Like, your whole success has been because of my spells and he doesn't believe it. But from that point on, all this terrible shit started happening. happening. Like, and it, for 1962, it's pretty like one of his, he's a teacher, a dean, uh, he's a teacher at a college or something. One of his students claims that he raped her. Oh, And then really? her boyfriend's threatening him. And like, it just goes on and on. There's a really scary scene. Are you scene keeping where, the time with my young lady? Yeah. <laughs> There's another. There's a really scary scene where in the house and they're hearing like someone trying to get in, banging on the door and stuff. And it's like, it sounds like some kind of monster or something, like very creepy. It just goes from there and there and you have to try to, you know, but again, she all her spells are gone. She doesn't have a way of stopping it. And then, you know, there's a whole mystery behind what's going on as well, which I don't want to spoil. But, yeah, it's a really cool uh, witch story. That, again, I, it seems like it's kind of fallen under the radar. I know if probably people there in the back of my phones know about yeah. it, but it's another film that I, I always try to pick ones on here that aren't Not necessarily... will be watching? Yeah, maybe that, you know, the whole reason is for us to recommend movies for you to watch. So I think this is one everyone should watch, and I think it perfectly fits October. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, my number nine is similar. It's the uh, Witchfinder General from uh, 1968, starring Vincent, oh, Vincent Price. Price yeah. So what, his job is to pretty much go from town to town, and he gets paid a fare for every witch he finds. Yeah. That's insane. So he's just going around like, she's a witch. Yeah. Torture her. <laughs> Get the confession. Oh, yeah. And he just goes, and he is so It's terrifying. scary because you... What's great about this is he's traveling this New England coast, so you actually get to see him hanging out in these like woods that are changing colors, too. Yeah. That's why it's my October pick. And there's something awesome about these guys who are like um, claiming people to be witches, and they're not. Like mm-hmm. I think that's so spooky because... Well, it actually happened. Yeah, you know? I think it's scary because that shit did happen. When you see them like just pointing out innocent women, mm-hmm. and then the torture that they go through, and the very the terrible ways they were they're murdered, it's like 
on a, on a horror film, it works on a level, but else it works when you start thinking like this should right. happen. Like imagine that's your sister or your wife or your mother. Like how that's fucked exactly up what would that been? Like I guess a guy uh, he finds that well, one of the soldiers, yeah, yeah finds out that his wife is next on this because Vin, Vincent Price is so sinister and evil, and it's like if you're used to him being charming and stuff, there's none in this film. He no. is completely evil and straight evil. in this. And yeah, and not like what, charmingly evil, but like evil. Yeah, evil. like if I had to do top ten despicable villains in films, Huge this would make it. Five, yeah, right? oh yeah, he'd be high up there. But yeah, I guess he hits on the young girl that is the the one guy's wife or girlfriend. Yeah, and he's uh, going one, to make his wife. Yeah, when she when she turns him down, he calls her a witch, and he has to you know he stop has, it he has before. A rape and shit, doesn't he? I don't know if he rapes her, but I think uh, the Maybe whole thing is he has her? to race to stop them from killing her. Mm. Uh, the soldier, um, but yeah, that, it's a really cool oh, movie, and I awesome. agree that's a perfect movie to watch in October. It, just, right? it definitely has that October fall feel. Uh, yeah, cool pick. Um, my number eight, uh, I'm going to go with a childhood favorite here. I like All to always right. throw in some nostalgia in there, and also, again, I like to pick movies that, as a, a family man. Now, you know, you got to throw in yeah, some movies that you can watch with your kids. You're not watching Witchfinder General or Burn yeah. Witch Burn with your kids. <laughs> so, this is kind of a cheat. I'm going to say both movies, but really just uh, the first one. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Boogity from 1986 uh, nice. and Bride of Boogity from 87. But I'll just talk about Mr. Boogity. If you haven't seen this, it's really cool. It never had a DVD release. And actually, the only way to get it is to actually join the Disney Movie Club and you can get on DVD there, uh, which I picked up. So I'm excited to finally watch it in, in good quality this mm-hmm. year. But it's a fantastic uh, little kids film where this family moves into this haunted house and they're... Uh, they're met there by uh, John Aston, who's uh, people know him as original Gomez from the Adams nice. family, um, and he warns them that the house is haunted, and they're like, "Yeah, whatever." The other thing that's kind of fun about it is uh, the dad actually works at like a joke shop. Oh, so, he so the there's a lot of like, yeah, pranks and gimmicks. Like the the next morning, they're eating breakfast, and it's like rubber eggs that are squirting up water, and they got goofy glasses. Like you get a lot of kind of fun mm-hmm. hijinks in it, which I always enjoy when I'm talking Halloween yeah. and stuff. Um, it also has uh, the young, the um, the son in Married with Children. Uh, he's in this as a, a young boy oh, as the son, um, David Faustino. David Faustino, and also the daughter is Christy Swanson from oh, uh, the original crazy. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So it's got a, a fun little cast in there, and the the dad you'll recognize too. But anyways, they find out that it is haunted by Mister Boogie, and there's some. This is again is when spooky. This is in the Disney '80s when they did like Return of Oz and yeah. Watcher in the Woods and. Uh, something wicked this way comes like this is Disney 80s Disney where they actually like would do scary stuff for kids mm. and there's some scary scenes in there like there's like this green light coming from the door and they open up and he looks creepy and they kind of get right? possessed and he's got a really creepy uh, laugh to him uh, and then the whole story is a little bit dark too because you find out they go into the history I'm not spoiling too much here I hope Hopefully, but you find out that he loved this woman that had a child, but she didn't love him back. So he's like, "If you, know, I can't have you, then no one can." And he does something, and all three of them die. Oh wow! So it's also haunted by the the child and the the mother. But Mr. Boogie is not like a pleasant gentleman. No, um, but the reason I incl- I wanted to mention both because this this movie is only about fifty five minutes, so I think it's classified as a movie, but it's almost a special at the same time. So watch Bride of Boogie as well. But if if we're doing our horror count, I'll definitely count it as a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I believe, uh, yeah, and I, IMDb, it is a movie. That's why I put it in movies. Yeah, instead of special. But yeah, to- totally watch it. If um, I, I guess, again, it is hard to find. But I think mm-hmm. you can find a good quality version on YouTube even for free yeah. if you don't want to uh, join the Disney Club and, and pick up the, the DVD. Cool. My number eight is uh, Hell House LLC from 2016. I haven't seen this because it's hard to find unless you have streaming. Yeah, yeah, I got the shutter. So I, I get to watch all these cool things on it. 
what's awesome about this is like it's a, a documentary, but it takes place from like a um, documentary standpoint too. So it's like they have all the uh, cameras from inside the house and people trying to figure out what happened that night. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, a bunch of people from New York buy this old house in I guess upstate New York was an abandoned, almost like a small village mm-hmm. and some shit went down in the house beforehand. So they're going to try to turn it into lore. And as they're setting it up, crazy shit keeps happening and happening and happening. Then once they open it up for the uh, first night of the uh, haunt, it all hell breaks loose. And the documentary crew is trying to figure out what exactly happened. People are saying, oh, it was a fire. It was a gas leak. It was this. It was that. But 16 people died. It's hmm. up to this documentary crew to figure out what happened. It just gets zanier and zanier. It takes place in a haunted house. So it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, you talked about this last year and it sounded really fascinating. Yeah. But yeah, and it's again. They just released part two this September. So yeah. I'm excited about checking it out. It's one of those things where the reason why I hate streaming so much because yeah. it, once it's on those services, it's like it doesn't get a DVD or Blu-ray, yeah. I guess. They feel it's not going to, you know, so, they want it. They want it. Well, I think it's more they want it exclusive. They want it. If you want to mm-hmm. watch this, you got to join their yeah. streaming service. So yeah, there's. I haven't been able to watch this yet, but I, I've heard good things. I heard the sequel's not as good, but I, I still heard it's worth a watch, mm-hmm. but I heard, yeah, definitely the first one is a it's, real highlight. I think you'll dig it. Yeah, keeping with it, again, mo- most of my list is you're going to find older films. I was kind of hoping you'd do newer films, which would balance it out. My number seven is The Devil's Reign from 1975, oh. uh, starring William Shatner. Oh, shit. Uh, again, this is a film I found out a year or two ago. It also stars uh, Ernest Borgnine and uh, Tom Skerritt, I believe. I'm scared. Where do I know that name from? Uh, he's been in like Top Gun and Picket Fences. Yeah. He was the lead of that show for a while. Uh, yeah, this it's a weird film where like some people hate it and think it's so cheesy. I just the first time I watched it, I had so much fun with it. I thought it was great. I love these movies where it's like the whole towns in it, like it's a whole cult versus one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a really cool story where I guess this family's like been kind of cursed and. Ernest Borgnine, who's kind of like the devil or something, wants this book that they have hidden away, but they won't give it to him, and he ends up like capturing the father. The father comes back, but melts away in front of them. And uh, William Shatner's like, okay, you know, this has went on long enough. He's going to bring the book there, but also challenge the devil to a duel in this like deserted ghost town oh, that's where the, it's run by this cult. But um, I don't want to spoil too much, but I don't know. I just love these movies. It's got this great atmosphere. Yeah. There's something about all guys in cloaks and, one, you know, one against I a town of many. Even, like, the, the old druids against, like, everyone else. I think it's so fucking cool. And it's got some, like, really cool um, satanic rituals and all that kind of stuff. Like, just a lot. Yeah, I don't want to spoil too much, but a lot of, like, really cool uh, practical effects out? and stuff. Uh, this is from 1975. They were obsessed with like satanic yeah. culture. Well, that was a big fear, yeah, right? back then. And the ending is just batshit crazy. You just have, it's just insane. Like it almost goes on for like five minutes too long. It's literally just like ten minutes of melting faces and violence and crazy That's effects kind of awesome. and maybe even fifteen minutes. Like it just goes so is on. Is it and worth on. it? Like the- oh, I, it's it's awesome. But again, I think the buildup is really cool. I again, I'm just a sucker for these. You know, one guy in a yeah. town of many, and like, how do you defeat? You know what I mean? And I know I like all these kind of satanic films yeah. where, you know, oh, you got a gun, actually, you got a snake. What? Yeah, that's awesome. Man. I don't know. And, and you know, uh, books of uh, incantations yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's, I love when they're, like, sitting reading from this giant book that was probably bound in human flesh. Where they're, I miss a, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fire coming in behind him, I think. Well, you got that, too. Yeah, he's yeah. going to – I like that, too, where you know, he sneaks in the church and there's all of them and he has mm-hmm. to try to, like, blend in and save, you know, yeah. whoever. Without getting found out, yeah, too. It's, I don't know. It's really cool. I, I highly recommend this. I know some people disagree. Severin just released it, I believe, last year on oh, yeah? Blu-ray, so awesome. I'm excited to revisit the film on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great film. So uh, my number seven is uh, Waxworks. 
which I like about this movie is it's almost like an anthology film, but it takes place one narrative of this guy going into this wax museum that each uh, display is haunted. Mm-hmm. So the one guy goes into a, a werewolf thing yeah. and he actually turns into a werewolf because he has to fight his dad and whatnot. You actually see his story. The other lady goes into this yeah. old like gothic castle where he's a vampire mm-hmm. and he has to figure out or she's going to die. And, and there's, there's shows, a mummy in there? There's there, a or? mummy as well. I really like this movie because you get yeah. pretty much all the great Halloween monsters yeah. as well, werewolf, vampire. Yeah, it's it's great, like kind of uh, like um, Monster Squad or even Cabin in the Woods where yeah. like, yeah, you're getting it all in one film and it's really almost like an anthology too where each segment kind of has its own style and feel. And it's kind it's of so a much fun. weird style to it too. All these yeah. kids are like LA kids, like, hey man, whatever. Yeah. Let's go smoke and uh, drink some whiskey. And, uh, the sequel's decent too, but definitely not as good as yeah, the first one. It's definitely doesn't the really highlight. Yeah. have the same... But it even has like a Walking Dead scene where like it's a hand chasing him and yeah. shit. Like, and I, it's got Tazak, yeah, um, Gillen, Gallagher, Gallagher from whatever his name is from Gremlins, Gremlins the lead from Gremlins, and the girl in it is even the the same girl from like April Fool's Day. Yeah, and, uh, I forget her name, but she's really good. Yeah, in she's in something else too. She's in a couple horror. And films, she's cute as a button too, yeah, isn't she? Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I was very close to having that on my list. Yeah, but 1988. I, I had a you may have it. And I, I kind of picked my own a different little monster mash film oh. that we'll talk about. Um, number six. My number six. Uh, again, I, I'm cheating here. I apologize, but if you you, are, you always cheat, like you always like I'm yeah. not gonna do anything, but you always find a way to. If you need to pick, just pick the first one. But again, I, I, it's more of like you can pick either one here because I think they're mm-hmm. kind of interchangeable. Uh, I thought now is a great time. They're both getting released in, on Blu-ray this October. Of course, I'm talking about the Kochak films, awesome. the Night Stalker from 1972 or the Night Strangler from 1973. Both were written by uh, Richard Matheson, produced by Dan Curtis. Really cool. Again, like uh, our good friend uh, Anthony covers uh, a lot of these on TV Terror, if you want to know about TV films. But I when people think of TV films now, they think of Sharknado and all that bullshit. Yeah, Back in the 70s better. and 80s, the TV films were actually really, really they cool. They were king, right? Like, they would get good actors to have decent, good writers, good directors, decent budgets. Um, like th- These films were huge at the time, but mm. both of these films have a really cool atmosphere to them. Um, they sell the old 70s kind of, you know, like ones in like 70s Vegas, but a lot of shadows. These were the inspiration for X-Files. Mm-hmm. He's a reporter and he's investigating and, and the, the Night Stalker, it's a vampire. <laughs> Empire, believe in the Night Strangler. Um, I don't want to say what it is, Night Strangler, because I yeah. think that's you're trying to figure out what it is. But again, I, you can pick either one. I think either one would work. You don't have to watch them in any mm. order. But they're uh, they're both fantastic uh, slices of seventies. I was actually the, TV I had this horror. one pulled out because I haven't seen it yet. And I'm going to watch it for this October. Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty I, excited about I it. I pre-ordered the Blu-rays. Yeah. I'm so excited to, to watch these because uh, it's, it's been a couple years for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember them... Both being uh, really good when I watched them, and I like uh, who is it, Darren Darren McGavin, <laughs> the dad from Christmas Story. Yeah, I was trying to figure and, out his name. Uh, what else? He's been in a couple. He's of been things. in tons yeah, of stuff, right? but he's he's really good as a uh, Kochak. He's kind of like that reporter that you know the cops don't like him because he's always getting in the way, but he like takes no shit kind of yeah. thing. Not in like a tough fighting way, but he's just like he's very witty with his comebacks yeah, he, and he's stuff. Charming, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyways, yeah. I guess if you're gonna, if I had to pick one, the, mm. do the first one, the Night Stalker. But again, I think you could pick either one. And be safe. They are both yeah. coming out on Blu-ray. So yeah. So my number six. Uh, this might be a weird choice, but I picked this movie because of the opening shots. Every time I watch this movie, the opening shots of this camp that's abandoned, 
it takes place, I guess, in like September, the opening shots of Sleepaway Camp from uh, 1983. Interesting. Because I don't know if you noticed the actual uh, intro. It's of the camp being kind of uh, cleaned up after the summer's events happen. Mm-hmm. So every time I watch that first five minutes, I'm like, yeah, I love this movie. And yeah, I really like the movie. I, I'm more cons- it's more when I would watch in summer. You would but- watch in summer, but it, yeah. that first five minutes always okay. gets me. Like well, again, every time I watch in summer, like I should be watching this in October because okay. it's just that first five minutes really. Again, that's why I like these yeah. lists because you do get little like choices like that. That's like most people might say it's a summer movie, but for you, yeah. you look at it and you say no. I, I get a fall feel out of that. You do, so right? I, I think that's kind of cool. Um, my number five is. Uh, one of the few newer kind of modern films on my list, and it's not even that modern anymore. It's actually <laughs> 20 years old. Jesus. Wow. Uh, I'm an old person. Uh, so from 1999, Tim Burton, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, awesome. I've been on the bit of a Headless Horseman kick. Mm-hmm. I actually just bought a really cool statue of the Headless Horseman oh, awesome. that I have on our fireplace. And I picked up another Headless Horseman film I'm excited to check out on DVD recently that I'm saving for October. So I wanted to throw this one on this. Every year I want to put this on. It always gets in my list and it always gets like, I never get Axed. to it because it's like, huh? I always save it closer to Halloween and then, you know, you get busy and whatnot. And it's, it is a longer film. But I think it's perfect for Halloween. It's got some, out of all the films on this list, it might be the best for the atmosphere. It all takes place in really cool foggy. Old it's Tim Burton woods, style, so right? you're getting weird looking trees that almost look like monsters and fog and and uh Jack Lantern I mean a headless horseman is uh, Halloween mm-hmm. I mean yeah for and it, sure. this is back when Tim Burton made cool movies there is something about old sleepy New England towns that yeah. remind me of Halloween oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is but it just yeah period does. films yeah and, uh yeah it's fantastic and um yeah I and think this one uh, has atmosphere to spare oh, yeah, too yeah, right yeah, it uses it for sure so my number five is from uh, 1993 it's the uh, Halloween tree yeah, nice. I think I had it on this one. This, this year, movie yeah. of Reeks of Halloween. So it takes place on Halloween night, and it's a group of uh, four friends, and one of their buddies is. Who's sick. always like, he's usually the king of Halloween or he's something. He's always like, yeah, like, hey, we can get more candy. Always yeah. like, cheering them on to do like fun yeah. things. He's he's out sick with a, a appendectomy. He's appendectomy, yeah. Like, like they, they just get to his house, and they, they see he's not he's there, not and doing he's, too he's, well. in his, he's going away in an ambulance, and he possibly may not make it, it sounds mm-hmm. like. So they meet up with this weird, creepy dude who's voiced by uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. And he takes him on an adventure of like, you know why you're dressed up like a mummy? Do you know why you're dressed as a skeleton? And he takes him on, do you know why you're a witch? He takes him on the history of like mummies, uh, witches, and uh, what was the other one? Skeletons. Yeah. And he just shows them about the history of Halloween. And, yeah. Uh, he goes, everyone has to face their fears. I think they make a deal like if you do this and go through the yeah. origins of Halloween, I'll save your friend's soul or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool, like it hits you on the nostalgic, nostalgic levels, but you also learn stuff. Which it, was, it was a fun movie too, right? And like, yeah, it's the, the animation, the style is really it's cool. It's really, I think it's Hanna-Barbera if I'm not mistaken. I think so. And the score is fantastic. Yeah, it's like, awesome. It's very cool. And it, it's very touching even. Like, I don't want to spoil, but the last like 10 minutes, it's a very emotional. It gets the whole you. thing is an emotional journey because they're trying to Help save their, their friend that may be dying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's a really cool story. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those movies, like, you know, I had it last year and I had Trick or Treat. Like, those are kind of films where, like, every frame there's something going on. Like, yeah, yeah. There's definitely, like, a pumpkin Halloween or related, there's yeah. a decoration in every single shot. <laughs> Uh, my number four, uh, the Universal Monster movies have just been released. No, I'm not picking them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it, this might be a bit of a cheat, but I'm just going Universal Monster <laughs> movies. Um, they, they, 
they've all finally been released on Blu-ray in a complete series set. So I picked it up. I'm excited to go through them. I haven't seen a lot of the sequels. Uh, so I wasn't sure which one. I, I really like The Invisible Man, but I, I don't know if that one has the Halloween feel as much as some of the other ones. I like The Wolfman. But I ended up just going with, uh, I believe Jimmy had this on his list last year. Bud Abbott, Lou Costello, Meet Frankenstein from 1948. I feel this one, you yeah. kind of get all the monsters. It kind of has, like you said, that Monster Mash feel where you're getting a bit of, you know, you get Frankenstein and Dracula. Even Vincent Price even makes a little guest appearance at mm-hmm. the end there, his voice at least. But, um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and it's kind of like a goofy kind of fun one. Like, you could almost throw this on again with your younger kids. You know, hopefully, I always say start them off, with, get them in young on these black yeah. and white films so they appreciate that, so they're not that, you know, a lot of kids these days, they won't watch anything that's I guess the attention that's span dated. isn't yeah. really uh, there. But I find, again, if you if you start them at a young age, they'll appreciate this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. this one's just a lot of fun. You get some, like, sight gags, and yeah. it's, it's two <laughs> guys falling <laughs> over, and... Yeah, just a lot of weird, fun comedy, but also the monster. So it's yeah. not really scary. It's more kind of fun, but yeah. I don't know. Still Halloween. Again, I love these old Universal yeah. Monster movies. I think, again, you could really choose almost That's anyone. Weird. This is considered a Universal Monster movie, actually. Yeah. Huh. Well, it has all the, the monsters yeah, in it, right? Yeah, I guess so. Even though it is a, a Abbott yeah. Castell film, but yeah. Cool. My number four is uh, Tales <laughs> from the Dark Side. An anthology movie, which for some reason, it takes place in the perfect, like, serene home of, like, uh, this lady who is about to cook this child for yeah. dinner, which is kind of fucking awesome, yeah, right? Is she a witch or something? Or she, she is she a just, witch. Yeah. And I guess, it, I don't know if it takes place on Halloween or not, but it definitely feels like it should be taking place on Halloween. It's like this old, sleepy, cozy town. I don't town. know if it does. I forget, but... Yeah. But it possibly could, yeah, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. And then she tells a story. He has to read her different tales from like a, oh, there's this mummy tale. Oh, and then there was this tale about Well, this he's trying to delay her getting, cooking him, so she's like, he's like, oh, I'll read you another story. And every tale is fucking awesome. There's one yeah. about like this mummy that takes place in like a dormitory with, with um, really fucking cool Christian a, Slater and, and uh, Steve, Steve Buscemi. Buscemi yeah. There's another one that takes place in like this old gothic castle about this cat yeah, that the guy that. wants to murder. He's like, well, it's a Buster Maximilian from uh, yeah. New York Dolls. Yeah, takes yeah. place in a hitman. And the third one is about this gargoyle creature that this guy keeps drawing. And uh, well, he, he, he somehow runs into this gargoyle creature in the middle of the night and like, don't tell anything about me or all fucking yell the... Well, yeah, he 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 runs. He he sees a gargoyle at night. And Someone's she like says, about like, to rob him. I'll let you survive. Just don't ever tell me anyone yeah. about me. And yeah, uh, yeah that, it ends perfectly. Yeah, perfectly. That's actually my favorite of the story. It's actually mm-hmm. one of my favorite anthology yeah. segments. But uh, yeah, I agree that that's a great one. I don't enjoy the cat one as much. I really like the cat one. I don't, for some reason, I don't know. There's a. I find like every anthology always has a black cat killing. Yeah. I, I just feel like it's been overdone, and I don't, I don't like violence against animals too, like cats or dogs. But um, yeah, it's still, either way, it's yeah. a great one. And you're right, the wraparound is great. It's got a witch, so it's Halloween. Yeah, right there. exactly. And a mummy and a, a gargoyle. Yeah. That's uh, fairly. Who doesn't Halloween. think of uh, Halloween when it's a witch trying to cook a child? Right. In a, a book of uh, horror tales. Okay. My, we're getting jumping into the top three now. My number three from 1979, the Amityville Horror. Oh shit, yeah! I'm actually uh, reading. I'm just finishing up the uh, the, book the book that is apparently the, the based on the real stuff that happened. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't find the book scary. It's a lot of BS to me, and I'm yeah. one that wants to believe that ghosts yeah, are. But I don't think I this actually. Story is I true. mean, call me crazy. I, I need to watch this film. Maybe I'm wrong. It's been a couple of years, but I remember really enjoying the film. A lot of people don't. Mm. It seems like this film gets shit on. Everyone no, finds this boring awesome. or cheesy. But I'm definitely in the minority. I guess me and you are both mm. are because I hear a lot of people give it shit. I 
have always enjoyed this film. I think it. I like this works one. On a lot and of the, levels. Think the second one. Yeah, is the second kind of one's awesome. good too. But I, I think the movie almost works better in the book. I mean, mm-hmm. I find the book is really cheesy a lot of stuff, and I think the movie yeah. does a better job of kind of editing what works and what you doesn't. You can definitely add atmosphere in a yeah. movie, right? In the book, it's kind of hard. To... And I guess the book is supposed to be what happened, whereas yeah. the movie, you can kind of be like, ah, that's a little cheesy. Yeah. Let's make it scarier. But um, yeah, it's got a great cast. Margaret Kidner is in there, and uh, is it Brolin? Brolin. It's not Josh. It's uh, James. his dad. James Brolin? James Brolin, maybe? Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed this. I always want to. Ha- I was wanted to have a haunted house flick in here, and yeah. you know, I had two other go tos which I'm not going to mention because I'll save them for mm-hmm. another year. But I end up going with this one just because I'm reading the book, and I, I think this one works well in October. Yeah, personally. it really does. I think it takes place in October, doesn't it? I don't know. But again, no, I, I think it takes place. definitely like uh, the leaves are changing. It's turning. Uh, I forget. Yeah, summer into fall. If it's anything, the book takes place, and I think they move in December. The book uh. takes place like. But I know the movie doesn't take place at Christmas, whereas the book takes place like yeah, end of December it, or takes place December first to like end of uh, end of Christmas. But yeah, either way, uh, I think it's a great one to watch in October. Mm. Speaking of witches, from uh, 2015, I'm putting in the witch. Okay, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. I love the atmosphere, yeah, and yeah. there's something awesome about this family being deserted in the middle of this dense forest as a winter kind's taken over, yeah. and like the atmosphere is slowly creeping in on them, yeah. creeping in, and. We don't know if there's an actual witch or if this girl's just kind of a bitch. You know what I'm saying? It is so good. <laughs> yeah, I, so I almost good. had that on my list. It's a great choice. Perfect mood to watch yeah. in October. And again, I mean, I love witches in October. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> it's I, like I, there's something about like I don't get the same thrill watching a witch movie in the summer as no. I do in October. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, I guess The Witch has always been one of the most iconic. Yeah. We, you know, even going back to your childhood in, the, in school, they always had the witches hanging yeah. on the, uh, the, the doorknobs and the... stuff, the witch in the moon and stuff. I guess the, the, the witch has always been a symbol of Halloween, one of the main symbols. So, uh, yeah, great choice. And you got, what is it, Black Adam? or No, Black Adam's a uh, superhero. Black, uh, Black, Black Phillip. Black, Black Phillip, yeah. One of the creepiest That's awesome, right? goats or animals in, in horror cinema. Uh, my number two... From 1982, Creep Show. Oh, awesome! Scream Factory is uh, doing a big release of this uh, in October, which I, of course, have pre-ordered. Uh, cool. This is one of my favorite films, one of my favorite anthologies. Mm-hmm. It's probably top ten for me. Almost yeah. a perfect film, in my opinion. It, it's great it, on every level. It works for October because it has all the yeah, colors it and really does. a lot of the stories uh, feel kind of Octobery with you know the Father's Day and the the so monster in the crate. Uh, I guess the one on the beach maybe doesn't. Yeah, not but so much, but... The, I love that story. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. I don't know. I just I always have fun watching this in October because this is that fun one you can put on with friends. Yeah. It's not too long. You're getting various stories that are short it stories. So, And yeah, exactly. I always like anthologies because if one story is not good, well, you'll probably like the next one. You know what I mean? I find the bug one really creepy. Oh, it's awesome. out of me, man. But you know what I mean? If you throw in a movie and you're not digging it, you're kind of stuck watching it for an yeah. hour and a half, two hours. In an anthology, it's like if you're not digging the story, well, wait five minutes. Hopefully, wait yeah, 10. in 10, 15 minutes, you'll like the next one. So I don't know. I've always equated. I don't know why. I guess all the colors and the score and stuff with this and I like watching it in October and I wanted to have an anthology in there I had Trick or Treat last year so I felt like now was the time to uh, do this one with the sweet sweet blue that uh, Scream Factory is putting out yeah the big set so alright my number two you might make fun of me but I'm doing Night of the Demons 3 I absolutely love this movie it takes place on Halloween night it's about these kids who kind of um Run afoul of a, a convenience store robbery some dicks they're all, all well the two guys are kind of okay 
and the two they girls just wrote the variety right. store. Well, they, man. Didn't, they didn't mean to. You know, okay. it's that one buddy with a gun who's waving it around, kind of gets a bit too aggressive, and that one guy's kind of a he's kind of a dick to one racist uh, guy. So they're not really dicks, but they can be. But again, they're all dressed in costume, and they go into this haunted house, and Angela's after her old tricks again, and they get this uh, demon that's kind of running through the house, like that steady cam, fast shots, and uh, all these. Demons start coming out of the woodworks and taking over them faces, and they become pretty much what their costumes are. So the one kid's dressed as a devil; he gets transformed into an actual devil. Mm. It's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I you don't like this, no. eh? I, I don't remember enjoying it, it too much so when I good. when I saw it. I, gotta, I actually enjoyed part two You more. like part two, eh? Yeah, uh, well, part two is just a lot of fun. It's yeah. like a whole uh, Catholic school t- taken over by demons, and there's it's like one of those like Monster Squad or Lost Boys where they're creating like out of like uh, uh, water balloons yeah. with holy water or frondestil dye. Even I don't know. I remember it being a lot of fun, but yeah, no, I remember hating this one. I thought all the characters were despicable. I think you gotta watch it again, man. I think I, yeah, you'll love it. I, I, I guess I need to. You um, have to. I guess you had the first one last year, so you couldn't repeat it. Yeah, this that's year, exactly but. it. Hey, if we do it again next year, I'm probably gonna part two in there yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay, here's my big number one. Everyone is probably thinking it's going to be. I think people are going to be surprised with this choice. And uh, keep in mind, I am a family man. Is it now, N- I, Night I, of the Demons too? No. So <laughs> I talked about Monster Mash films, and uh, I mentioned that uh, Abbott and Costello. But this is actually the one I was mainly talking about from 2015. Goosebumps. Oh shit! Uh, I know people are thinking, "What the fuck, you guys are horror movie podcast, and you picked yeah. a kids film that the trailers looked awful and the CGI was shit, and it stars Jack Black." I thought all those things too, and then I heard the all this positive word of mouth about this film, and I'm like, really? I think I thought the trailers looked bad, and I threw it on and watched it, and I had a total blast of this. Mm-hmm. Like even not even just watching it as you know something I can watch with our son, which we're going to go see the the sequel in theaters, which is another reason why this is a great pick to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sequel I think takes place; it does take place on Halloween, but. Uh, yeah, this is a movie I could watch by myself and totally dig it. I had a blast with it. It's a lot of fun. You know, I thought Jack Black and the comedy would annoy me. And the character, I thought it plays it pretty well, yeah, actually. Yeah, like you should hate his character and find it really bad, but he, he does it in a way that I kind of somehow mm. enjoyed it. And even you think it'll be too teeny, like it's just fun. And the reason why it's so awesome is because all his books get released, so you have all the monsters coming out, whether it's like there's a scene where they're in the school and all the monsters are surrounding them. You're getting everything, like an invisible yeah. kid, you're getting a werewolf and a bonnable snowman. You're getting a ventriloquist dummy. Uh, getting, uh, uh, yeah, the ventriloquist dummy. You're getting uh, killer gnomes. Like, mm-hmm. e- there's even a huge mantis creature. Like, it's yeah. everything. It's one of those movies like Cabin in the Woods or whatever. Everything you want in a movie. And I just feel like Cabin in the Woods I was going to pick, but I kind of, again, equate that almost to a summary. Like, Cabin... I get you could watch in October and yeah. it would definitely work, but I thought I would go with this one because I think everyone knows Cabin in the Woods is good. Yeah. I think many people skip past this one because they thought, ah, it's this kids' film. I don't I have I kids, I'm not interested. I had a blast with it. Too. Yeah, I just remember enjoying it so much and I, I saw it after my top 10, but if I did my top 10 of the year, this one would have made it. Oh, yeah? I, I, I totally dug this and it was one of the biggest surprises for me because, again, I, I did not think I would like it. Mm. I, I thought the trailer sucked and I thought it'd be kitty and even the goosebumps, they're fun, but they a lot of those don't hold up. They're, they're kind of badly done and I was worried this would be the same thing so when it turned out that no like the jokes actually work and there's there's teeny stuff in there but it's it, it's it kind of does yeah. it, it works on emotional level it's not too like melodramatic it's not exactly too... but really you're watching because all the cool monsters yeah. you're, you're getting everything in there like headless horsemen and 
uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see the sequel because the sequel looks to be the same thing. Year? Yeah, it's uh, coming on a couple weeks actually. Oh, uh, that one there's going to be like killer gummy bears. And, oh, awesome! Uh, you're, you're getting these cool witch creatures in the trailer and uh, killer um, uh, jack o' lanterns. Oh, and stuff. awesome! So. Yeah, I don't know. It to me, what a great idea to do this meta take on the R.O. Stein writer and his books mm-hmm. are actually, you know, ways to monsters. hold in all the different monsters and they all escape. So I don't know. I, I love this stuff where you're getting just an eclectic group yeah. of monsters. I've always been a monster kid and you know, as much as I enjoy the you know the slashers slash and uh, stuff, it's always for me it's always been the fun kind of horror that I enjoy and this is a perfect example. And again, as a father I can watch with my kid and yeah. if you have kids you can watch. It. And again, if you don't you can still watch it and have a, a blast with it. Uh, Maddie, what is your number one? Number one from 2007, hmm. Murder Party. Oh, nice. Dude, this movie is amazing. It's this nerd that finds an invitation to go to this uh, Halloween party, and all these art students are dressed up, and they, uh, they're they looking for ways to kill him, but artistically. And they are all the worst characters in the world, but the one dude is so likable that you, you're rooting for him to kind of overcome these art douches yeah they're like uh, hipster art yeah yeah. exactly douchebags uh yeah it's this film is great it's directed by a jeremy saunier this is before he was famous for green room and blue ruin he did this little film that me and you have been like uh cheerleading for the past 10 years like yeah a long time and again even now i feel not enough people talk about or know about it it just came out which is a real shame so hopefully Uh, yeah hopefully people get it yeah but it, it is, again, it's great because it takes place on Halloween. You're getting it throughout. And they have like a lot of cool costumes in it. Yeah, too, the one girl right? is the like guy. AC girl from, um, the Warriors. Blade Runner. Uh, yeah, the one guy's from the Warriors. Yeah, it, it is totally uh, awesome, a right? fun movie. And yeah, what a great movie. They, like, he accidentally finds this. They, they sent out these murder party invitations and thinking no one would actually show up. And yeah, what it is, they're going to do the an art project of them killing someone. It's um, cool, right? And like, they're so Douchey, but you kind of, and they all die in terrible ways too. So it's yeah. like, all right, yeah. I don't mind it. Oh, it's totally a blast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we recommend that quite a bit yeah. on other ones. I, I should have probably put it on my list, but I'm glad. Didn't that you, you do did. it last year or no? I didn't know. It's one of those ones I just feel like. I just feel like we cheerleaded, yeah. cheerleaded it for like every year for about five years on our previous podcast. That I was just kind of like. You know what? I, I just want to talk about something different, but I, I do feel like it is still very underrated. So I'm, mm. I'm glad that you included really on a, yours. It's actually a list. Kind of honest with you, like, yeah. That list is very do we have any different. duplicates or no? No, no, oh, nice. whatsoever. Cool. Well, yeah, that's been uh, again. This is just the beginning of our Shocktober. Yeah. Next episode, we're going to cover the first week of October. So you're going to get tons again with our Shocktober. We don't cover anything else. There's not any. There's no what we've been watching. We talk what action, whatever. This is all oh. horror all month, so we uh, only watch and only talk about the horror movies and TV shows we watch. So next week we'll be back with our first week of everything we've watched. Uh, hopefully we'll have some guests come by and, and chat about what they've watched. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun month. Uh, we're looking forward to more yeah. terrors and scares and goobly goos and uh, <laughs> gobbly guys. Boogity boogities. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed our list. Hopefully you um, if you have watch a, list, a couple of these. If you have a list of your own, yeah, we'd you love can, to hear uh, it. Email we'll... us at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Yeah, or uh, send us a private message or even just share it on our uh, Facebook. Uh, just search Movies City Maniacs. We have a like page or group page. And yeah, we'll be happy to read it out on the yeah. next episode. Uh, and then finally, you can get a hold of us on Twitter. At Movie City Maniac. Yeah. 
Okay, guys. Well, this is uh, the first of our big Shocktober Hopefully series. Hopefully, you guys have an awesome October, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back soon. Stay scared. Don't punch me in the face as hard yeah. as you can. <laughs> Just don't fart in the microphone. You're giving yourself pink eye and shit. Stinks.